Welcome, coaches. This is Tony Schiffman, and you are listening to the Hog Football Podcast. The Hog Football Chat was created as a way for coaches to talk about all things football and all things offensive line, and we took off via Twitter. With the help of so many great sponsors, we were able to create an amazing network of our coaching community. Now we've decided to launch our first ever podcast series. Please don't forget to check out those amazing sponsors on Twitter. This podcast series is presented by Platform, an online strength and conditioning tool that partners with over 800 schools across the country. Go check out platform.com, that's P-L-T-4-M.com for our full series and catch up on any episodes you might have missed. Don't forget to check out at Coach Schiffman on Twitter and use the hashtag HogFootballChat when you're there. We have a great episode for you today, so let's go ahead and kick this off. Before we even kick off the podcast, I want to just remind everyone to go like, subscribe, and keep up with these weekly episodes. If you like what you hear, spread the word so more coaches can tune in for our weekly podcasts. All right, here we go. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Hog Football Podcast. I have got uh, my friend Coach Mark Grounds with me today. Coach Grounds is currently the head football coach at Jacksonville High School in Jacksonville, Illinois, where he has served since 2001. Uh, he got his coaching career started at Jacksonville in 1993 as the defensive line coach and then spent 1995 to 1999 as the offensive line coach and offensive coordinator at North Park University in Chicago. Came back to Jacksonville High School in 2000 as the head coach or as the offensive coordinator, excuse me, and then in 2001 took over as the head coach. Uh, coach Grounds, what's going on? How are you? How's everything going in Illinois? Good. We're, we're slowly but surely, I think, starting to open up a little bit. Good. Hopefully, hopefully we find out from our state association uh, later this week that we're, we'll have the ability to to start working in, with uh, groups of ten and and progress uh, from there each each twenty eight days. I think our our plan and our governor is probably a little bit slower than what most are. Uh, he's being very cautious, uh, but right now signs are pointing to optimist optimism that uh, we'll be able to do something this summer. Uh, not 100% sure what it will be, but uh, the, the reality is I think that uh, most coaches in our state are more concerned with being able to have August and, and, and right. high school football than the summer stuff. I mean, it's important. You know, we're worried about being around our, not being around our kids and conditioning and, and learning and teaching. But, uh, you know, I think uh, with what spring sports had to, had to deal with across this nation by not having their season, we don't want to have a repeat of that in the fall for uh, for football. Right, absolutely. And, and you know, I think it's kind of, uh, you know, you want things to, to go along fast and, and quick, but you obviously I've, we got to be we got to be smart about everything as well and, and make sure that we're doing kind of the right steps and, and, and taking care of everybody before we just kind of jump into it, too. So I, I understand that for sure. But, um, you know couple first questions I've got for you and and the the first one and you're you're kind of different because you know you and I share um a couple we've we've got a couple of links in in our chain together first of all we're both Illinois College Blue Boys um and, and second of all we both uh got to play for Bill Anderson um yeah. what what is your favorite IC memory uh you know I got to I got to talk to a couple other blue boys and got their their memories but what's what's your favorite <laughs> Illinois college memory oh that's that's a, that's a tough one uh I think I think one of the the greatest greatest uh 
memories that I have is I, I you know, I, I went to Illinois College and didn't know anybody when I went there. I, I didn't go with a teammate, didn't have people that were teammates that were there. So you, you kind of went in there cold, uh, not knowing anybody, didn't have friends. And uh, I, I can remember just, you know, I'm, I'm obviously a football junkie. I've been, been coaching. I think this is be my 28th year. But uh, getting to Old Memorial Gymnasium, right outside Old Memorial Gymnasium, there was a, a, a concrete wall that you could sit on. And, and steps and me and the same same group of guys seem to be there early every day of practice uh for 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 uh three and four years you know some of them were older than me but those four guys got got to be some of my best friends and just the the stories and you know the the hanging out before practice uh going down you know before we walk down to the uh the old practice field the old practice fields where the Bruner Center is right now right but, uh, you know, I think when you look back, those times and those guys who still are some of my best friends to this day are probably uh, the, the, the best memories I have of Illinois College. You know, I think, uh, I think that uh, my best, best uh, memory of, as a player was my, my junior year. We had a triple overtime homecoming win against Ripon. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, just uh, – that and you know we as you said we shared shared uh, a coach your right. high school head coach was my college head coach bill anderson and he's been a constant mentor and friend for me uh, every day since uh, i stepped on the illinois college campus now i wouldn't say that he was my friend when i played for him he you know, <laughs> coach had lines but uh you know his 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 uh has a statement is you have a lot of acquaintances you have very few friends, and your friends are what he calls the Alamo Club. Mm-hmm. If you're in, if you're in the Alamo, and Santa Anna's on the front front gate, knocking knocking on the door, who do you want next to you? And uh, I've been been proud that I've been part of his Alamo Club, you know, since uh, I graduated in 1991. Yeah, he he's, I've got you know we we could talk for hours and hours about memories about Coach A because he was you know obviously my like you said, your, your college coach, my, my high school head coach. And, and just the, you know, he's the guy I always, you know, every time, anytime you and I speak, we, I always ask about coach a and, and luckily, you know, we, we coached against each other for a few years. So I was able to see him and he was able to kind of see my path as a coach and my growth as a coach. And it was always, it's always a treat to, to see coach a and give him a, give him a pat on the belly and, and uh, just talk to him, see how he's doing. And he's, he's a great man. Yeah, you know, and, and and he's 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 been been through the wars as a coach. Oh, yeah. So you know, he's a great sounding board to be able to, hey, coach, have you ever done this or have you ever tried that or what do you think of this? And he always looks at things through a different different lens than what most people do, and uh, it's helped me grow com- grow completely. I mean, still to this day, he will will constantly uh, harp on me on time management. <laughs> just not not because I'm bad, but he thought I was bad early on as a young head coach. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten to the point now where he least says, "I'm you're you're better, you're better." You know, <laughs> he never wants to completely let you feel like you've got it made. No, which, uh, keeps you humble, keeps you working. Right, absolutely. So I guess one of the things I didn't realize looking at your bio was I, you know, obviously I knew your time at North Park and then coming to to Jacksonville. I didn't realize that you had spent some time at Jacksonville already previously to to, to going to North Park. Um, talk to me a little bit about kind of how, you know, how you ended up going to North Park and then what, you know, how you ended up coming back to Jacksonville. 
Well, uh, I, I wanted to become a graduate assistant uh, football coach upon graduation, uh, and it didn't work out. The NCAA my senior year cut the amount of graduate assistantships in half and had some, uh, some uh, opportunities to be a non-paid graduate assistant, but, uh, you know, financial situations and stuff like that. I had, uh, you know, interviewed for some fellowships and internships, and basically at, upon graduation, I started working for the uh, Illinois Senate Republican staff as a legislative analyst and did that for four and a half years. Well, my first two years out, I did not uh, coach. And Coach Anderson still had me go to clinics and stuff like that. If You know, the plan was if there was an opening on the Illinois College staff, I was going to get a chance to go over and work with him there. Uh, <clears throat> and, you know, a guy that was our defensive line an offensive line coach at, at uh, Illinois College, Mark Stewart, in 1993, became the uh, the head football coach at Jacksonville High School. Mm -hmm. And he was having his first summer camp. And the, Sean Hickerson, who was going, an Illinois College teammate of mine, was going to be his defensive uh, line coach, wasn't able to come down and, and work the, the summer camp because of uh, some some job commitments. So he asked me if I would come out and, and help out. And I did. And from the moment I stepped back on the field as, as a coach and working with kids, I, I knew what I was missing and, and what right. didn't feel right. So I coached there in 93 and 94 as uh, uh, the defensive line coach. And in 1995, which was uh, the year I think Coach Anderson went to, yep. 95 or 96. He that went, was 95. That was my freshman year of high school. He went to Springfield High. My defensive coordinator at Illinois College, Mike Lildrigan, became the head football coach at, uh, at North Park and offered me a full-time position. So I went, went up there, and, uh, I, you know, obviously most of my experience was on the defensive side of the ball, mm -hmm. but he told me he, he needed a full-time offensive line coach and uh, put me every place and put me in front of every person I could talk to to learn about it. And after my first year, I, you know, I became the offensive coordinator there. And I've been an offensive coach ever, ever since. I played defensive tackle at Illinois College. So it was, it was kind of a transition and a change. But Coach Anderson, whenever he took me to clinics, he would never let me go uh, listen to a defensive line guy. He said, <laughs> you, you, he said you've got to learn something other than what you know. Right. And, and even while I was in college, he took me to some clinics and, and forced me to do that and, and wanted to see my notes afterwards. So that really put me on Illinois College through Mark Stewart, Coach Anderson and Mike Lildrigan hiring me at North Park uh, really jump-started my career. And mm -hmm. being a full-time college coach for, for five years and the amount of people and the amount of learning, you know, you could do football every single day. And right. I was a young kid. I was a sponge. I, I had a lot that I needed to learn. I made a ton of mistakes as an offensive coordinator and offensive coach and, and at the time was one of the best you know, small college conferences in the nation. It's still excellent, but they were coming off uh, having some national champions right. uh, at, the, at the time and nationally competitive programs. Well, it was a situation then after, after my, my, my fifth year there, my grandmother uh, had, had uh, gotten sick in Springfield and all my family, my mom and everybody moved back to Springfield. And it was just a situation where, you know, as a college coach, you live out of a suitcase and, you know, if you get to see your family three or four times a year, that's a lot. Right. If, if you're co coaching away from uh, from the, that the town they live in, I had the opportunity to come back. Mark Stewart was going to be getting into administration, 
uh, in a year or two. Uh, he was the head coach of Jacksonville High School. And uh, I, took the, I took the gamble to come down, to go back to high school uh, and be an uh, uh, offensive coordinator. And after that first year, uh, he went into administration, and I was fortunate enough to, to interview and take the job. And, right. you know, I, I blink, and I've been there for, for 20 years as the head coach now. This would be my 20th year as the head coach there. And that, and that kind of brings me to my next question. You know, with the exception of, of Ken Leonard, I, I think you're the longest tenured coach in the CS8 right now. Um, if not in, you know, a lot of that shoot, probably a, a 60 mile radius. Uh, you know, how have you kept that, you know, longevity and, and truthfully the sustainability because for, you know, with the, with the exception of a few bumps in the road, you guys have been a, a, a above 500 team making the playoffs multiple times. How have you got, how have you kind of kept that going and kept that alive? Well, I think you got to believe in where you're at. <clears throat> you know, one of those coaching cliches, big times where you're at. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, I've been offered some other jobs over the years and I've looked into some other jobs over the years. Cause I think you have to, you know, you have to see what's out there and it either confirms that you're, you are where you're destined to be uh, or you take some, some other opportunities. Right. And each of the opportunities, when I got into it, you know, a couple, I was single, a uh, couple, I've been married and it, they just weren't the right fit. They just didn't give me what I felt like Jacksonville had. And, you know, it's, it's a, it's a wonderfully giving community, but it's a, it's a situation that I, I love our kids. And uh, it, it's just, I never felt like I wanted to leave to restart something. Right. I, think, I think the Illinois College uh, pipeline of, of, of uh, people that I knew allowed me to, to hire some coaches that I've all had uh, common experiences. You know, you and I played a different era, but we, we, there's, there's something about Illinois College and the, and the kids that go through there they have similar experiences, and there's a connection. You know, the alumni network and association is exceptionally strong, and I think that's really the strong suit of that school. And, uh, you know, it just, you know, you, you, you just keep blinders on and you keep building. You know, right. we've had, had our chances to, 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 to be close to play for it all. Our league is, is, is one of the – the toughest in the in the in the state. Multiple oh, state champions, multiple appearances. You know, we made it to the semifinals in '04, and then in, in early 2000 and, uh, teens, you know, we lost in the second round to, to to two conference schools that went on and won it and played for it all. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we're we're in a conference that if you can be be good in our conference, you got a real shot to win a state title. And I think that has continued to drive me and and. And I, I enjoy coaching. I enjoy being around kids. I enjoy right. uh, the process. And, you know, I've changed from a split back beer guy to a, a spread guy. I'm back now running some option from short gun. So I haven't been afraid to change based off of our, our personnel and, and what our town uh, has, has gone through. You know, when I started, we had 1,265 kids in the, the school. We're down to 915. So we've lost oh, about 30% yeah. of our school population. But we've stayed competitive, and we've stayed competitive because of the type of kids we have. We're not the most athletic, but we've got dependable kids that show up every day, that work hard, believe in us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I just I, – Jacksonville wasn't real successful before I have got there. We've been, we've been moderately t successful throughout my career, sometimes 
very successful, but we've always been competitive and, and, and our kids work hard. And I just felt like, you know, our kids needed somebody that believed in, in what they wore and understood what they wore. And, uh, you know, when you put kids first and you don't make it about yourself mm -hmm. and you just show up and you work, you know, next thing you know, it's 20 years down the road. So, <laughs> right. Right. But it's, you know, I can, I mean, obviously for, from my own side of things, you know, preparing for you guys for, for my seven years at Springfield high school, you were always, it seemed like you always were that team that was like, you got to watch out for them. They got, you know, a, a, a smart guy at quarterback. They got a tough running back. They got a good offensive line and they got one kind of dude on defense that you really got to keep your eyes open for. And, and, you know, you've had, you know, obviously over your time, over 20 years, you guys have had a ton of, of talent come through there. You got guys that were all Americans and at major colleges, guys that played in the NFL, guys that have, have done, such great things that it's it's I mean that's that's a you know you talk about it's it's about the kids well that's that to me that's a testament to you and your staff and 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 the the amount of work and the amount of good things you guys have done for those for those that community that that entire you know that entire area so well I appreciate that and I think being a division three coach prepares you a lot for high school because you know you've got to develop kids mm -hmm. and 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 when you're at a bad division three program like we were at North Park you know, you've got to play young kids and you've got to find a way to get your guys in, 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 in a situation to make plays. Right. And, uh, you know, that, that kind of was where I learned that, you know what, you better start up front. What can your offensive line block when you're designing a defense? I mean, an offense, and then you move forward from there. Right. And, uh, I think that's what, what we've always done. You know, we, we put a lot of time into our quarterbacks. We've had some really, really good quarterbacks, and, and I think part of that is we, we allow them to be coaches out there. We give, we put a lot on their back and we hold them, hold them to a high level. But, uh, you know, I, I'd put, you know, some of our quarterbacks and the success they've had uh, in college uh, up against, you know, any of the, the, the schools in our, in our league, right. you know, it may not be, you know, big 10, but we've, we've had a lot of college quarterbacks come out of our system. And I think a lot of it is because, you know, we put a lot of stock on them, right. but uh yeah, that's that's kind of been our approach. Right, and it's and it's like I said, you guys were always a tough team to prepare for. Uh, you know, you kind of said you talked about the the Illinois College connection, and and at one point, I, I want to say you had like ninety nine percent of your coaching staff was was were, were former Blue Boys. What's what's that percent now? I know you've lost a couple to to administration and things, but how many Blue Boys are on staff now? There's still at least six guys, okay. uh, six or seven guys uh that that are on the st staff uh from there it seems like uh you know because we're in town and and a lot of kids get a chance to do their student teaching with us we get an opportunity to hire a lot of Illinois college right. grads and, and that was know, that was always cool that was always something special that was you know look I always look forward to uh, you guys because I knew I was going to see at least four or five former teammates that I, you know, you talked about the friendships that, that you made that, you know, four, four or five former guys that I really genuinely looked forward to seeing and, and talking to and, and, and checking up on. So that was always kind of a cool, a cool thing for me when we got to play you guys as well. Yeah, it's, it's been, uh, it's been, it's been one of, one of the strengths, you know, when you look at Jacksonville, there's Illinois college football, mm -hmm. McMurray college football, route football, Used to be Illinois School for the Deaf football and Jacksonville High School. There were six 
different football staffs in this town. Right. And they've all got to fight for the same pool of people. So we were fortunate that I think the Illinois College uh, connection allowed me to not only attract uh, quality coaching candidates, but, you know, we, we've done a really good job, I think, of retaining our coaches. Oh, yeah, and, absolutely. And, and that, that allows you to, to continue to, to, to thrive and have success as, as a football program. Right. Absolutely. That's, I mean, I, I couldn't, couldn't have said it better. Well, coach, last question I've got for you, and, and this should be a good one. Um, if you could put together uh, Mount Rushmore of offensive linemen from guys you've coached, guys you played with, or guys you were a fan of, who would be on that five-man offensive line? Oh, wow. Uh, guys that I coached, I think, uh, you know, Gabe Meganson, Mm -hmm. uh, who, who went on to University of Illinois and is at Illinois State. Uh, he was a, a stand-up tight end for us. Blake Hans, who's uh, on the Jaguars right now, uh, yeah, he wasn't an offensive lineman for us except for two, two games when he had a broken <laughs> finger. I remember and that. We, and we put him – he broke his finger on Wednesday at practice, and they casted it. We put him Wednesday night at, uh, at offensive tackle. And we said, you're a smart guy, figure it out. Listen to the guy <laughs> next to you. Right. And, you know, so those, so those are two pretty good tackles. I've had, I've been, I've, 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 I've had some really, really good linemen. Uh, you know, I, it, it would be very hard for me to pick uh, the guys that didn't go on and have major college success. Mm -hmm. But those, those are, I think, are the two best that I've coached. You know, I think, uh, you know, at the pro level, Anthony Munoz, he re, he he redesigned offensive line play in the '80s. Mm -hmm. You know, with the zone schemes, uh, was just unbelievably dominant. I'm still a big fan of Jay Jay Hil Hilgenberg from the Bears at center. Okay. Yep. You know, it's a guy when you look at the amount of Pro Bowls, why is that guy not in the Hall of Fame? You know, that's a, that's a question. Uh, you know, a good a good one in Olin Krutz. You know, it replaced him. I think if you look at the Fuzzy Thurston uh, as a pulling guard for the Packers, you know, oh, yeah. unbelievable, unbelievable guy. Uh, you know, I, I think you can you can take numerous guys from the Dallas Cowboys over the years, but uh, I, I, I the other guard that I really liked was Guy McIntyre of the 49ers. You know, the 49ers still did a ton of trap blocking back when they they were there. Uh, you know, th I think those those are the guys that uh, when I just sit and I look at them, uh, they changed the game. They changed the way it was played uh, on, on the pro level. Right. And, uh, you know, I think those are those those would be my top guys. I, I'm leaving out a time because there are so many, so many great ones right. that are out there. I mean, you can talk about John Hanna, who was fantastic. He's, he's one of my guys. I've been asked the question before, and he's on my top five list because he was a guy that you talk, you know, you talked about Fuzzy Thurston pulling. He was a guy that, he was one of the, he was sort of one of those first kind of athlete offensive linemen running and pulling and doing things and being just a freak of nature. I, I, I agree. I mean, it just, just unbelievable. Mm -hmm. uh, he uh, had a long, long tenure, uh, was on, on teams that, that uh, didn't, didn't win a, a, a ton always, but were competitive. You know, mm -hmm. I don't think that, I don't think he ever won a, a Super Bowl. Nope. I, I could be wrong with that, but I don't think that he did. No, but, he, uh, he ran into the 85 Bears, the only one he played in. So I think the two best, two best of the last, last decade 
two of them just, uh, you know, stepped down. I think Joe Thomas was fantastic. Yeah. I mean, just he showed up every day and was able to play every day. So, you know, there, it's, 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 that's, that's a, without being able to prepare, that's a very, very trick question because there are so many great offensive linemen out there. there really and I think, are. If you, I think if you look at the teams that win and win consistently, you know, they've got a, they've got a difference maker quarterback and they've got a, they've got a great offensive line. They don't have to all be all pro, but they are great together mm-hmm. and they, and they stay healthy. And I don't care what level you look at. You look at the teams that are successful year and out. You look at our conference, the teams that have been successful year in and year out, Sacred Heart Griffin, Rochester, Chatham, always have a great offensive line. Right. Okay. Most of them have a difference maker for their system at, uh, at quarterback. And then they fill in the pieces around. But, uh, right. you know, I, th- I think, uh, I think uh, offensive line, when you look at what, what they're being paid in free agency now, I think the guys that are putting putting NFL teams together have finally figured out that you know it doesn't matter how much you invest in that that quarterback if he's if he's not on his feet, uh, it, you're, it, it's not it's not going to matter. You're not going to be successful. Right. Absolutely. That's one. That's one hundred percent correct. It's it's uh, we're we're you know we're being a former lineman. It's it's unfortunate that sometimes we're only ever noticed when things go kind of awry but uh it's we're such a huge part of kind of the success and everything with the, with each each team too so um nothing better than playing this position i think so you know and you you kind of you talked about blake hance and i had to bring i had to bring this up there was a point in time where you at jacksonville had i i i think you had hanson and and uh keen for one year together or two years together on varsity two two years and you talk about scary you had two six foot four 260 pound tight ends who could run and catch and and be nasty out there and that those were those were some scary offenses because you had a guy who could sling it and you had those two guys out on the edge that was uh you guys you guys did a lot of damage with them and then I'm sure but I think the timeline doesn't doesn't add up you know Bacon's probably going to be upset you you left him off that list but I don't think you ever actually coached him so we'll, we'll 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 leave that as a technicality I was his freshman defensive line coach. Oh. <laughs> so I never coached him on offense. Okay. My, 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 the 94 season was his freshman year in high school, and I coached him. Uh, he was a defensive tackle for me. Okay. So, so I coached him, and, and I, still, I still have to claim him. But uh, he's, a, he's our athletic director now. He was a, he was a good one. He was. And, he was. Uh, you know, he, a few injuries sidetracked him from, uh, I think, playing a, at a high, a high level. But was was a great division three lineman. Yeah, he. I got you again. I could talk for hours on Bacon. I've got some great memories of playing, <laughs> playing next to him and playing with him. So it was. Uh, he was another fun one. So, um, well, Coach, I appreciate you coming on talking with me. Uh, before we get you out of here, do me a favor and uh, drop your Twitter handle and any other information you want these guys to know about. Okay. Uh, let me see. I, I actually look up what my Twitter handle is because. <laughs> Crimson Pride Football at Grounds Mark is my Twitter uh, that I, that I use. We also have uh, I seventy two coaches, which is our our coaches association of Central Illinois. That there's a, a ton of guys on with it. But uh, I'm at Jacksonville High School. If there's anybody that ever wants to talk option football uh, or or spread, uh, don't don't hesitate to to contact me. I just a, 
appreciate uh, the opportunity to speak. It's it's humbling uh, to to be able to to talk to a, the great community of coaches. And uh, you know, the the one thing that we got to realize is, guys, that with with the layoff and some states, I think may not be able to play football this fall. We're, we are the custodians of the game mm-hmm. and we've got to make sure that we do the things to keep it, uh, keep it alive and, and to bring it, bring it to the, to new levels. And part of that is we're, we're going to have to be real serious about following the regulations that we're going to have this fall. If we do get this game, because if we don't follow the rules, there's people and, and, and medical people and state politicians that will take the game from us. So even though it's going to change our approach, we've got to embrace it and our kids are going to follow us on, on, on how we handle the new normal until we can get back to where things were. So that's my soapbox. Appreciate hey, it, coach. I, I, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more, but um, you know, I, I appreciate you coming to speaking with me. Hopefully you guys are staying safe and healthy and, and uh, you know, I'm wishing you the best of luck this upcoming season and, and looking forward to talking with you soon. Hey, other than the blue boys, I'm rooting for the foresters as well. Thank you, Coach. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Have a great one. All right. Thanks again for everyone listening. And remember to go check out platform.com for the full series of Hog Football podcast episodes. We want to thank everybody for their continued support and be on the lookout for our Hog Football Chat series from Twitter on our website, hogfootballchat.net. You can check out all of our great sponsors and tons of awesome.